Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by ListenNotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us for part two of an amazing interview with our good friend, Tom Donnan. Every time Tom comes on, we discuss current events in the news and related all to Bible prophecy just to prove to you that we are living in the end days and prayerfully to make sure that if you or your loved ones aren't ready, maybe something we say today will spark an interest that will make sure that you become ready by receiving Jesus as your Savior. Amen? Well, we've been talking about a question we asked at the beginning of the last episode. Is anyone listening? And that question is still valid just as much today as it is when Jesus was here. Amen? So let's jump back into the conclusion of this program and this great interview with Tom Donnan. Glenn Beck. Uh, had a video recently where he discussed warnings that America has received but ignored. Can you talk about that video for us a little bit? You know, okay, so it's one of his most, I would say, unique in his expressions. And the reason is is because he's speechless. He's having a hard time uh, saying the words. He's got gaps. He's got 10, 15-second gaps between his words because he, he just doesn't know what to say anymore. I mean, his heart is bleeding. It's bleeding because he's been trying to reach people, trying to get them prepared. And the hope really is, is that if we could really touch and there'd be a, a sweep of a movement, maybe we could change the outcome. That's the whole point, you know, and it gets to the finally down to about the nine minute mark, maybe the nine and a, uh, nine and a half minute mark. Then finally he starts picking up his conversation. But he's distraught. He's distraught because there's no holding back what's coming out. I can't see anything holding it back. And it's so close. It's right at the door that um, and some people are already in this, but it's going to affect all of our lives. And there may be some time to still prepare. No, but yet when you look what's going on in the Middle East and you see Israel under attack now from three different sides, you have arms that are being sent in different directions. You have. Um, there was a, a YouTube that I was watching. This was an older one where a, a Russian submarine had surfaced off the off the side of an aircraft carrier. They didn't even know it was there. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, they have technology that they that we haven't been able to pick up on how to track them. And so that is like really scary. And so the, the how would you say uh, they nuclear peace treaty that uh, Putin said that, okay, we're not, we're, we're coming out of that now, you know? And so the escalation of doomsday clock continues to get closer to midnight. No. And then it's the dollar. The dollar is on the verge of collapsing. We talked about zombie banks a couple of years ago. No. And now they're starting to have serious trouble and starting to fold under pressure. 
Yeah, amen. I mean, since we talked last time, there have been some major things happening, and the most notable is the recent banking collapse. I mean, you know, share with us some information on this banking crisis and how that's going to lead to another housing crisis. Well, okay, so... Well, before you get into that, let me... Well, yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead first. <laughs> I, I okay. want to ask another question after we get done. So. All right. Well, all right. And so when I was young whippersnapper, um, my friends were into the stock market and I threw myself into learning about how the stock market worked. Well, the way that it does work and function freely is not how it works today. Right. It's completely manipulated. And so the thing is, is that they have leverage. Right. They usually have a 10 to 1 leverage where if you have you know, $100,000 in savings or people contribute to it, that means that you can then uh, lend out a million dollars. Right. Well, that's that leveraging. Well, the leveraging uh, is supposed to have common sense to it. Right. But when they start leveraging like uh, 100%, right. Well, then what do they do when they have the interest rate being affected? The interest rate means that it changes that whole dynamic. And so then they have to have, in order to stay solvent, they need to have a certain amount of money in the bank. So what did the government do? They opened up a counter by which if you needed money overnight, we're going to lend you the money overnight. It's not supposed to happen that way. Well, they were only going to do it for a couple of days. Well, now it's been a couple of years. And now it's totally out of sight, right? To where the liquidity is not there, right? And they don't have the money to back it up. And that's what happens is that now they become insolvent and people start wanting their money and now they have to sell assets. The problem with selling the assets is, is they're only getting a certain amount of money on the dollar. Yeah. Right. Amen. So if they're hoping for, you know, a hundred cents on the dollar, they have to sell this really fast and they're only getting 75 cents on the dollar. So now they don't have the assets and then they become insolvent and then they have to close the doors. Yeah. Right. So as the interest rates on these different things are going up, the uh, office space, office buildings are taking a huge hit right now. Now, as I've been listening to them over the last couple of days in the in the YouTubes, and um, and so now that is starting to crash. Now, as those crash, those banks that are connected to it are now becoming insolvent, right? And now it's spreading into the housing markets to where um, you remember the Fannie Mae, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac debacle. Just lend it to everybody. We don't yep. care if they can pay it back, right? Yeah. And then, bam, it sank, yep. right? So now we're at the same place where in the housing market that there are risky loans that they're trying to bundle and sell them to people because they don't want to absorb the risk if it goes bad. And we're on the verge of having evictions and, and uh, mass sell-offs of homes, um, not in Florida, though. I was just talking to my friend down there in Florida. They're building like crazy because everybody seems to want to live in Florida because I consider it to be the free state, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. So as this, you know, what do they what do they call that um, when you take out? Uh, all, well, I don't want to go down that rabbit trail. But the thing is, is that the banks are interconnected. So as one starts to uh, falter, then others start to falter. And did they make risky investments? That's the question. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I seen a news report just a day or so ago that discussed also how banks are now losing money on the mortgage loans because a lot of loans were locked in at that two, 3% interest rate. Ours is yeah. right. And the bank's expenses are now exceeding the interest income from the loans. So they're losing money on every single one of them now. And, and this is going to affect 
the housing crisis. Uh, and, you know, I mean, is the house, if there was another housing crisis and there will be, I mean, that's what all the experts are saying right now. It's on the, is this going to, are we on the verge of killing what remains of our economy because of the housing crisis? Oh, all right. So, you know, I just had somebody say it in a way the other day, probably yesterday, that we have grown up with our currency being the world reserve currency, right? So we don't know anything else. So when when we are having, uh, that comes back to the YouTube that I saw years ago from Pastor Shane Warren, where he had an open eyed vision and it and in his vision, he saw a hurricane and what was in the hurricane were dollar bills, right? They were just blow, uh, blown in the wind. All right, so that was a warning. Now we're on the verge of that because yeah. as OPEC has cut back on oil production and is now buying and selling oil, not using the petrodollar, right. the reserve status, the reserve world status uh, for our currency is now slipping out from underneath us. And when that takes place, then we will be able to buy and sell goods within our country. But in the world market, we're going to have to change our dollars into somebody else's currency in order to buy goods. And that's a huge thing. And so we're going to have we're seeing that erosion taking place. And of course, it's going to hit our pensions. It's going to hit our savings accounts. Um, The government's probably going to get involved because governments need to survive. And if they become at risk, what are they going to do? And who's going to who knows what that will be? Yeah, amen. I mean, China and Brazil struck that agreement to stop trading in the U.S. dollar and to trade with the Chinese yuan. Brazil is just, I just seen this day or so ago, is now the latest country to strike that same kind of deal. Saudi Arabia has also had a deal like that with them. So, I mean, yeah. you know, and Mark Moss has a great video on this that, that talks about us losing our dollars reserve status. I mean, the, that's... yes. And like you said, all that leads us back to the question, is anyone listening? Yeah. Seen, it seems as if nobody even cares one way or another until they are the ones being impacted. Yeah. And when, when yeah. they are the ones that feel the pain, then, and usually only then, do they yeah. begin to, to care. Do you see that as well? Well, the, yeah, I thought that popped into my mind is uh, having diversity in finances. And one of those things that comes up is about uh, gold and silver, right? And so the, there's a lot of conversations, you know, and Mark Moss talks about that, as well as other financial analysts. And so the thing is, is uh, they have seen in the last seven years, maybe uh, the price of gold is is gone up like uh, doubled, you know, from a thousand to two thousand. And silver has doubled from 12 to 25. But now here is the thing. There is a a purchasing price that's called overspot, right? So you have a spot price, let's say uh, for silver, the spot price is now $25. So you want to buy an ounce, right? So you want to buy like an American silver eagle, right? So you have the overspot price. Well, the overspot price can be six, seven, eight, nine dollars So you have a $25 one, ounce of uh, silver, and now you're paying $35 for it. And just to just to have it, right? Because the um, quantities are being gobbled up. Yeah. And the there's a shortage now of actual um, silver coins and uh, gold coins. And so people, that's the realization. Okay, now people are starting to realize, uh, oh, all right, this is not good. 
And they're starting to buy at the inflated prices because they want to transfer from fiat currency into something that is solid. So we're starting to see some of that take place. But I always think back of Psalms 109, where you read in there where when people get down to the bottom of themselves, right, in their pain, then they cry out to God. And we're seeing some of that now, not a whole lot. But then it comes back to that uh the experience that the Lord ha- allowed me to have on February 26th in 22, where uh, he showed me three parts of the financial breakup. And the first part was, is that um, the, the solid ground, financial solid ground started to break up. And that's when gas prices really shot up. And it's the same day that the uh, Russia invaded the Ukraine. Right. And so they're they're connected together, getting into this war, getting into the conflict. Uh, is part of the contrib- contributing yep. factor. Yep. So the first thing was that the financial ground was breaking up. And then the second thing was the mortgages uh, sunk into the ground, right? It was a, a collapse. And we're seeing that take we're place now. Yep. Amen. The third one was more of a mystery because I was in a, a building which uh, illustrates like a universalism, you know, like uh, the world, let's say. And a huge shockwave hit this foundation. I was protected by the foundation that I was inside of. Now, that gets back to where you and I have been trying to get people on the strong foundation of Jesus Christ for a long time, right? But when I came above ground, what happened is that uh, people were buying goods. They were trying to buy goods. And it looked like the cash registers were open because the electricity was off. And uh, um, and they were just trying to, everything was being flying off the shelves, right? And it was mass chaos, And that's when I heard the Lord say, it's time to separate yourself, just like we did during COVID, you know, where we stayed by ourselves and in in our homes to to try to limit stuff. Well, the the chaos that's coming because of some kind of calamity that's going to take place, most likely in the financial part, is that we're going to have a shockwave and it's going to affect everyone. Right. So I've been I've been asking the Lord, uh, you know, what's beyond this? I like to know what's coming down in the future Amen. beyond these things. So I'll hold on. Right. We'll hold on. We'll get through this. And I think I have seen something where we kind of like get back to normal life. So, did we get back to normal life after COVID? No, it's no. it's changed. Life has yeah. changed. Right? right. So whatever the shockwave is, we're going to have another massive change and it's going to affect people's lives. Mm-hmm. And that's the devastating part. But we know the answer. Jesus right. Christ is the answer. Amen. No, right. because he can do stuff. He, he can make something out of nothing. Loaves and fishes. Right. Amen. Feed right. 5,000. And that's why we're, we're so encouraged by uh, his ability to take care of us. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, you mentioned a second ago, gold and silver. But what happens when the government outlaws the individual possession of gold and silver? You know, they did that a long time ago. I can't remember exactly when, but there was in the not too recent past. I mean, it was you know maybe 75, 80 years ago, maybe 100 years ago tops. I can't remember my exact history lesson on that, but I do remember it where they said, you can't possess it. Turn it all in. We'll give you this currency, you know, backed by the full faith and credit of the United States government, you know, and, and you know, the government's now considering even transitioning from the physical dollar currency to this digital currency, forcing everyone to go use it because that way they can track where you're spending your money. So the money you're, you've been withdrawing from the banks because of the banking crisis, get your money out of the banks, put it under the mattress, inside the mattress or in the yeah. pillowcases or whatever, it's going to be useless too. You know, 
What no. do we do with that? What do we do with that? Yeah. All right. So there is a new thing that has come up. Something about a, a Fed dollar or some kind of Fed currency that they're they're kind of like softening the transition from going from fiat currency to digital currency. Yep. And I was shocked. I didn't even notice this was a, a plausible. Right. And so uh, I think it's to soften the direction of going in there. I think to myself, how fast is this going to happen? I, I think, Lord, please slow this down. Otherwise, it could be, you know, like next year, the rapture could be taking place. I tell people all the time, are you rapture ready? You know, right. and so uh, I had a dream from um, a relative and a dream from the relative. Um, now, this is it's the symbolism that I finally connected in this dream was a message from someone to say, my family's not ready, Tom. You need to be praying for them, right? And that we talked about how important prayer is. And I didn't realize to the extent of how important our prayers are because we're about to see calamity take place and we need prayer banks for the people that are going to be impacted by the calamity. Mm-hmm. And this is where I've been focusing on that, but we need to be rapture ready. That's that extra oil you alluded to before. And so as the calamities are taking place, we need to be able to have that focus transition onto the Lord so that he can provide for us because who knows what's going to work and what's not going to work, but Jesus Christ always works. Yeah. Amen. Amen. That is so true. You know, and there is a, such a huge divide in this country right now. You know, it used to be left versus right, Republican versus Democrat, conservative versus liberal, but now it goes a lot deeper than that. I mean, it just seems like both sides of the aisle and politics have depraved minds. I mean, they don't want to get along. They don't want to stand for what's right. They are fighting only over power, power to control the lives of the people they're supposed to represent. They're fighting over who's going to take control over the population of the United States. Control and power, that's what it's all about. And it's not just about politics. It goes a lot deeper than that. This is a spiritual deception that we've been warning about. You know, the depravity is is being initiated by Satan and his forces right now in the halls of government. And the main problem is people are falling for the trick. You know, instead of fighting this as a fight of faith, they're trying to fight it as a political fight, an intellectual fight, where in actual life, both sides are, are actually fighting against the same thing, which is faith in Christ. Yeah. I mean, one side may be more depraved than the other, but neither side's on the side of faith. I mean, how do you see this? Oh. All right. I wasn't expecting that curve there. You threw me a curve. <laughs> I know. Usually no? it's you that throws it, but I got <laughs> one in today. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All right. So I think that there's a lot of diversion that's going on, a lot of deception. And the reason is, is is that they're saying, look over here and what's going on in this over here, because it's only a small segment of the population that it's got all this control and and seems like power right now. When over here, everything is, you know, the dollar is being destroyed and nobody's saying, hey, you need to be, you need to be concerned over here. It's like, OK, what's important is being diverted by the cultural uh, cultural um, uh, upheaval. Right. Right. So keep us focused over here. But over here, it's kind of like falling apart. Uh, just recently in, in recent years, they, there has been talk about, well, we need to break America down so that we can rebuild it into what it needs to be. <laughs> We're watching America being broken down. OK, we're watching the demise of our country right in front of our eyes. And so where is the faith? I think they've done a very good job of having people be deceived that faith is not an option. 
Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah. That this is where, okay, so Asbury, you no, know, and the um, uh, universities where the Holy Spirit's been showing up. I mean, that is a godsend right yeah. there. And then yeah. the movie, the movie, uh, The Jesus Revolution has been impacting things. And now there's another movie coming out that's called uh, uh, Come Out in the Name of Jesus. It's a, a deliverance movie. And God is gearing up for this. Now, I was just listening to Perry Stone on a message, and, and he was talking about just before there is going to be serious consequences where people die, the, like during the Civil War, there was a move of God that touched a lot of people because there was going to be people that were going to be dying. Right. And so I'm thinking, OK, Lord, is this the end time harvest? Like we see with that young man, he was 23. He winds up calling me grandpa. Right. <laughs> he winds up calling me grandpa at the end of that conversation. And uh, God had moved into his life so that he could um, uh, now start to have that relationship. His faith has jumped off the scale because God intervened with him in a exactly. manifest way. We don't have a manifest God in our country. Exactly. No. So how can you have faith? Faith comes by the testimony of your word. But if you're not an expert, then it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. No. And so that becomes where the frustration comes in is because we have testimonies. And in that testimonies, it collaborates with the seed of the word of God. Right. You take the testimony, you take the seed of God, you, you put the word of God together and then you you activate your faith. And it's like turning on a light bulb, you know, like a switch for a light bulb, you know, and trying to get that taking place. And so. um uh it's a quagmire, really. Yeah, it's, it it's, you just try to do your best, and that's where the frustration comes in, because is anybody listening? Exactly. It seems like they only want to listen to um, the PC, I mean, the um, uh, experts. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Amen. Amen. But I'm about to lose my computer here. i got to plug oh. in my – I'm going to disappear for a second. got to plug in my, my computer. It's about to die. Right. Not a problem. Praise the Lord. Yeah. That's one thing about technology. You got to keep up with the electric grid. Yeah, that's another whole issue. Yeah, maybe we'll get into no. that next time because um, we're about out of time. This has all been so fascinating. And, and as once again, you get us thinking about some things that are clearly told to us in the Bible, but we see happening all around us. And if someone wanted to get in touch with you to ask a question or maybe do an interview like this, how can they do that? How can someone get in touch with you? My email address is healingthenation1776 at gmail.com, and I am on Facebook, Tom Donnett. Amen. Amen. I'll put links that in the show notes below. Folks, as usual, Tom Donnett has brought us face-to-face -face with some things that should not be happening but are. Some things that we should have been praying against but did not. Some things that we should have spiritual authority over but haven't walked it out by faith. It's time for us to repent personally and collectively, individually and as a nation. Thomas, someone listening today has had the realization that they need Jesus in their life, just like that woman you told us about earlier. Can you lead them to Jesus and, and take, take them to the throne and, and help them take that first initial step to get their life back on the straight and narrow path? What an honor. Thank you very much. So let's pray. Let's pray to receive Jesus into our hearts and our lives. Dear Father God, I want to thank you for your son Jesus and the work that he did on the cross. By shedding his blood and dying, he paid the price for the sins of humanity. I want to tell you, Father, that I am a sinner and I need to be saved. I am sorry for the pain my sins have caused you 
has caused Jesus, I am sorry. Please forgive me. Now, Jesus, I invite you to come into my heart. I invite you to come into my life, and I want to live for you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Folks, if you pray that prayer, drop down the show notes and click the links right there. Reach out to Tom Don. I mean, it serves as you heard a source of encouragement when we hear testimonies of of the broadcast like this that has helped someone. And email me as well, brotherbob at ftfm.org, because I want to rejoice with you too. Praise God. Tom, thank you again for taking the time to come back on the program today, brother. I do appreciate it. Thank you very much. We always have fun. And I hope to come back soon. Amen. I have a feeling you will. (laughs) <laughs> praise god folks that's all the time we have for today uh for tom Dye, myself pass the bible right and be blessed in all that you do thank you for listening to today's episode of the kingdom crossroads podcast please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published with over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.